Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to talk to you about our new sponsor that's come on board, Books and Gifts Direct. Books and Gifts Direct is Australia's largest direct seller of books and gifts. They sell their products from lunchrooms and reception desks and are in more than 25,000 workplaces across Australia. Their books and gifts sell up to 70% off recommended retail price and as the leading direct seller of books and gifts across Australia, they have a strong buying power and without the overheads of a shopfront, they can afford to pass on significant savings. So guys, you want to have a look more at this website, our new sponsor, make sure you click the link below or be in the description box or the comments. But most importantly, let's get into the show. All right, and we're back again for another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be back trailing back onto the previous podcast. We're going to be doing our Western Conference over under predictions. So without further ado, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. All right, we are back for another episode. So just before, if you did not listen to the previous podcast, the way this one will work is I've got an over and under on each team in the West. The predicted wins they will win. I'm going to predict if they're going to get over that certain amount of wins or under that certain amount of wins. It's pretty straightforward. You'll get the gist of it when I go straight into it. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get into it. I'm going to break it down into divisions. The first division is the Northwest. The first team in the Northwest I'm going to do is the Utah Jazz. Now, the Utah Jazz are predicted to win 53 games. Am I over or am I under that? I would say right now I'm over that. I'd say they'd get over 53 wins. I think they're a really good regular season team. They know how to break down the you know the later 15 teams in each comp- in each. You know, sorry, not the later 15, the later seven teams in each conference. You know, they usually beat every team there. I think they're, you know, definitely in the top four race for the West, you know, and I think Donovan Mitchell's going to have a really good season. You know, he might look to have a MVP caliber season. You know, I think he's having a really, really strong incline in his career. I think having Dwayne Wade, you know, buy into the Utah Jazz, he's getting a lot of comparisons to Dwayne Wade. And I can see it at certain times, you know, kind of an undersized two-man, really athletic, can shoot the mid-range, can shoot the three, you know, can really, you know, play basketball at the end of the day. You know, he's a really good player. You know, if you've watched D-Wade, you, you do absolutely see glimpses of Donovan Mitchell in him. But yeah, I, I would say they're over 53 wins for sure. Rudy Gobert is one of the best defenders in this league, and he really shores up the paint, especially when they get, you know, defensive breakdowns into the key. You know, a lot of players don't even want to shoot the ball because he might not block the shot, Rudy Gobert, but he'll definitely do, you know, a really good job of, you know, hindering the shot in a certain way. You know, certain players might put, you know, if a floater a bit too high, you know, or a bit too you know, to the left or right because I don't want to get blocked by him. So, you know, I think 53 wins is, you know, un- over for me. I'd say over 53 wins, definitely. I reckon they'd be around 56, 57, 58, possibly 60. Now we're going to move on to the second team in the Northwest Division, and that is the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets right now are predicted at 49 wins. You know, it's very interesting because usually if they were fully healthy, I'd say, yeah, easy, over. But, you know, having Jamal Murray out with a torn ACL, you know, it's going to be a bit harder, I think. But, you know, when he got injured last season, you know, at the end of the season, you know, they actually did a really good job without him. You know, they're obviously not the same team with him, without him. But, you know, they did a good job with him. You know, I would say right now, I'd say they could get 50 wins. You know, if, if Jokic stays healthy and he plays every game like he did in the last season, I definitely see they can get 50 win over 49 wins. I would say over, but they really need to have, you know, a bit of a breakout season for Michael Porter Jr. I think he needs to have, you know, a big step up for him. I think he's the second best, 
scoring presence on this team. So if he can have a really good season where he can average maybe 18 to 20 points, then yeah, I definitely think they can get over 49 wins. Yeah, I do think 49 wins, you know, it's pretty pretty on par. If they had Jamal Murray over 50, you know, absolutely for sure. They've done that in, you know, the consecutive two past seasons. So I would definitely say that. But yeah, I reckon right now, 49 wins, I'd say over on them. Now we have the third team in this division, and that is the Portland Trailblazers. They are predicted at 45 and 37, so 45 wins. This is tough to predict. It's very tough to predict. You know, is Damian Lillard going to be on this team for the for the whole season? You know, if he is, then yeah, I reckon they're going to get over 45 wins because Damian Lillard by himself, you know, has done this, you know, consistently. You know, he's he's been able to put teams on his back, you know, and I do believe that if he stays for the whole season, I'd go over, but like over like one or two, 46, 47 but yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see what they do. You know, I think that they definitely got to trade Damian Lillard if, you know, he comes to him. He says, look, I want to request a trade. I want to request a trade. Trade. You know, you got to trade him away. You know, he, he's done so much, you know, for that team and for that club and for that city. You got to do what's right by him. But also, you got to get like the right assets for him. But yeah, I think right now, if he stays, 45 is basically on par. But I would say right now, over. A lot of people would say under that because just, there's a bit, there's a bit of, it's a bit ambiguous of what they're going to do and everything that's going to happen within their team, within their season. But if they keep Damian Lillard, 45 wins, I think they can get over that. If they trade in, depending on who they get, you know, it's very interesting. But right now, I would say over 45 wins. Now, we have one of the most intriguing teams up next in this division, the Northwest Division, and that is the Minnesota Timberwolves. They are predicted right now at 35 wins and 47 losses. This is interesting because they have a lot of young talent, you know, and they've just gone out and gotten a player in Patrick Beverly who... He's not the best offensive player, but he's a very good defender. He's a dog on defense. We all know that. We've all seen that. You know, and he really, you know, holds his teammates and he pl- and his players to a high standard. So I think that's really good for a team like Minnesota. They needed a player like that to come in, you know, say, all right, boys, let's actually do the things right. You guys want to be, you know, the best players you can possibly be. This is how it's done. You know, because he was at a team like the Clippers where they got to the Western Conference Finals. He knows what it's like to build a successful winning club and he knows what it looks like. So I think that's a really good signing, trade, sorry. You know, you gave up Hernan Gomez and Culver, and to me, Culver's probably looking a bit like a bust potential. I don't like saying that because I like to give players benefits of the doubt, but yeah, I don't think he's going to be a star. I could be wrong. I, I hope I'm wrong because I'd love to see any player be an all-star. But yeah, I think right now, you know, I think a trade might be the best thing for him. He's going to go to Memphis where he's going to have to compete for minutes, which is going to be really interesting to see. But right now, I would say 35 wins. I'd say that's hard. Right now, I would say under, just because I need to know how DeAndre Russell is going with his health. Apparently, they've been in, you know, big rumors that they really want to get Ben Simmons, and what they have to give up for him would be interesting. I'd say they'd have to give up at least one of Carl Towns, DeAndre Russell, Anthony Edwards, and I would say they'd give up Anthony Edwards, if anything, because obviously Ben Simmons is friends with Carl Towns and DeAngelo Russell. But in saying that, that's not one of his preferred trade places to go to. But right now, I'd say under 35 wins. I need to see how they play just for a bit. I think if they can get over 35 wins, then they can definitely compete for that 10th seed in the play-in tournament. But yeah, at the moment right now, I would say they are under 35 wins. All right, last team we got in the Northwest Division is the Oklahoma City Thunder, and they are predicted at 17 wins, 65 losses. Now, for me, that is it's a pretty average-looking record right now that... I'm looking at, but I would say right now, I'll say over because they kind of overachieved last year and a lot of people thought they were going to be like dog shit terrible, like really, really bad, but they actually didn't do a really, they actually did a pretty good job last year considering, you know, that roster being tinkered from every basically game, you know, they had a couple of trade players come in and out. 
you know, I actually did really like what Coach Mark, I'm not too sure how to pronounce his last name, Dagnolt, Dignolt, if I'm getting that wrong, I'm sorry. I think he did a really good job from last season. I think they obviously know it's a rebuild, and we haven't seen a rebuild like this, kind of like Philadelphia, where they, you know they're going to be bad for a couple of years. Their draft pick in Josh Giddy at the sixth pick, you know, when he played in the Summer League, you know, he showed flashes of brilliance. He had a nice, you know, he had a nice crossover dunk through the lane. I think he's going to be a good player. You know, I just don't know how good he can possibly be. I hope he's a really good player, just for the sake of, you know, the, the NBL and Australian basketball. If he's a really good player, it's only going to help, you know, international players get recognized more. But yeah, I think he's going to be a good player. Obviously, the backcourt there would be Josh Gideon Shea. Shea just got his max extension. So I think they think Shea's going to be a blue chip player, a really, you know, player that's going to increase and get better and better as time goes on. You know, they have a lot of interesting players. Like, one of the interesting, one of the most intriguing players in the NBA is Alex Pokashevsky, or Pukashevsky, however you say it, I'm not too sure. You know, he's really interesting. He's like seven foot, plays like a guard. He's kind of like a KD body build. You know, so he's an interesting player to see. You know, they've got players like Darius Baisley, who I really like. I think he's going to be a really good player. He's kind of like that undersized four you know, five men, you know, he can space the floor, he can, you know, take it out on the dribble. I really like him as a player. I think, you know, in a couple of years, I think, you know, Oklahoma are only going to hit, they only need to hit once or twice on, you know, a superstar player in these draft picks, and then they can trade these picks for assets, and, you know, you never know, you could be in three years' time, they could be, you know, a team that's, you know, kind of like competing, kind of like what Atlanta Hawks are, you know, it could be a really quick rebuild, you know, they hit they hit luck on the lottery, they get their picks, they, they draft right, they do all the right trades, all the right acquisitions, all the right players that are going out of the door. You know, I think a really nice piece of them was Al Horford last year. I think it showed up to show those players how you got to be to be a professional. I think Al Horford's a really good professional, a really good vet. So I actually like all the plays, all the, you know, trades and moves they've done. And I do believe Sam Presti can get it right. So I would say right now, 17 wins, I believe they'd go over, you know, just based on the fact that 17 wins is not a lot in this in this league. And, you know, sometimes top teams might take might rest their players against a team like OKC and they play their young players and OKC get some wins. So right now, I would say 17 wins over. Now we're going to talk about the Pacific Division in the West. First team I'm going to go talk about, it's probably the most intriguing team, you know, just as a you know a wholesome NBA fan, and that is the Los Angeles Lakers. They are predicted at 53 wins and 29 losses. I'm going to say straight off the bat, over. I think they'll be a pretty good team in the, in the uh, Western Conference regular season, barring health. The only thing is they will rest players during this regular season, and that could be a factor to whether they get 50 wins to 53 wins. But I think the West is really stacked, so I think they need to get at least 55 wins, 57 wins, you know, to kind of be comfortable and you know, kind of get like a home court advantage and you know, three out of the four playoff series because they obviously believe that they're going to be a playoff threat in this you know Western Conference. So I would say right now over 53 wins. I still want to see him maybe get, get Avery Bradley. You know, I think he's a really good piece that would fit them really well. Don't forget, he's played with LeBron. He's played with AD. He's played with Dwight. He's played with a lot of players on this Lakers team. And he doesn't care what he is. He just wants to be a key part of a championship winning team. And he can obviously do that. So I'd like to see them go get him. I'm surprised he hasn't even been signed by anyone right now. You know, I haven't heard anything at the moment. You know, I haven't checked my NBA news right as of today, but I do believe that Avery Bradley is still a free agent. And if he is, I think you're the Lakers. You really have to have a look at him because he's actually a really good piece for you and he will really work out to be a really good piece for anywhere he goes. So right now, 53 wins, I'd say absolutely over that. Now we're going to talk about the second most intriguing team, if you ask me, in the West, and that is the Golden State Warriors. They are predicted at 50 wins and 32 losses. Now, I would say straight off the bat, it's interesting because I think 50 wins is kind of perfect for them. You know, I think 
Steph Curry's going to have an MVP caliber season no matter what, you know, and I think he had an MVP caliber season last season. He didn't get the team into the playoffs, you know, the playoffs, but he was in, he was technically that eight seed team. So, you know, based on, you know, last couple of years, they would have been a playoff team. But yeah, I do believe that the Warriors, 50 wins, is, it's very on par. I would say right now, could they get, you know, 51, 52? Definitely. So right now, I'll say, to be positive, you know, I'm in a positive mood right now. I'll say 50 wins, I'll say over that. And I reckon they can be in that 50 to 55 win range. You know, the only bad thing that I heard was Clay Thompson might not come back till Christmas Day. And that's a bit disappointing because I thought he would have been back a bit earlier. But we got to remember, the draft last year was in November. So he did tear his Achilles in November. But I'm really excited to see him. If you guys listen to this podcast, I love the Golden State Warriors a lot. I love how the way they play, unselfish team-oriented first basketball. So, yeah, I would say right now, over on the Golden State Warriors in 50 wins. Now we have the Phoenix Suns, who's just come off the finals run. You know, unfortunately, pulled up a bit short in the finals, but they had a really good season. They're predicted at 50 wins and 32 losses, just like the Golden State Warriors. Straight away, I'll go over on that. I think they're going to be a really strong playoff team. They've proven last year, last season that they can do that. Sorry, not play on playoff team, a strong regular season team. They've proven to me that they can do that. You know, 51 wins last season in a 72-game season. You know, right now they're going to have 82 games, so, you know, they're going to have 10 more games, you know, possibly to win 50 more, to win 50 games. So they can kind of take a couple of nights off, rest their players, rest Chris Paul. You know, pondering how he comes off this season, I still think he's going to be a really strong player for them. You know, a lot of people will say, oh, this year he's going to drop, this year he's going to drop, this year he's going to drop. He still hasn't done it, so I need to be seen to believe it. But right now, yeah, I still think 50 wins for them over, you know, five players that's going to be MVP caliber right now is like Luca. You've got Donovan Mitchell, I think, will have a really strong MVP caliber season. Giannis will be back up there. Luca will be back up there. And I think Devin Booker will be up there too. So especially, and also Steph Curry, you know, there's going to be a lot of people competing for that MVP. But I think Devin Booker can have an MVP caliber season this year. I think it he proved to a lot of people, you know, that just regular fans in the NBA that he's going to be maybe you know, a, a big mainstay in this NBA. And I think he's going to be a face of the NBA for years to come. And I just think he's an absolute scorer. He can get he can get a bucket at any time. And yeah, he's just a dead set. He's a dead set machine on the offensive end. So yeah, 50 wins over for me. Now we have the Los Angeles Clippers at 43 wins. Now remember guys that they do not have Kawhi Leonard probably for the whole season. You know, if Kawhi Leonard was there, I would say 43 wins, easy over. That, that's, that is the... Easiest probably prediction I'd have to do of this whole, you know, NBA over-under. But 43 wins, they do have Paul George. They have traded away Pat Beverly, Rajon Rondo. They did get in Eric Bledsoe. You know, they didn't really, you know, go out and sign a heap of players, but they retained players like Reggie Jackson, you know, who's a really strong player for them. You know, he did a really good job. I think Terrence Mann's going to have another step up, you know, this year, especially the fact that Kawhi Leonard's out. He may even start at that wing position. You know, so it's going to be very interesting Eric Bledsoe's an interesting fit there, you know. You know, obviously Pat Beverly did his thing there, and he was loved by the Clippers fans. But obviously they looked to trade him on for him. It is a, a lot more salary, you know, that they got off, but they did re- get in return a bit of salary, so they saved a bit of money. But at the moment, you would say Eric Bledsoe is the better player out of all three of those players. So if he has a you know a contributing season, he plays pretty well for them. It's obviously a positive trade for them. But I do think Pat Beverly was you know a really good leader for them, you know, because you know Kawhi's not really a leader. Paul George isn't really a leader, even though I don't think Pat Beverly is the greatest player ever. You know, he's a very good leader and he's really good at what he does. So 43 wins without Kawhi. I'll say over because I do like Ty Lue as a coach. I think he's a, you know, a really good coach, young coaching, you know, and he's a team player coach. So he'll know how to get it. You know, he'll know how to get, you know, a couple of wins, you know, he'll know how to grind it out. So right now I'll say 43 wins. I'll say over on that. 
Now, the last team we do have in the South Pacific Division, sorry, is the Sacramento Kings, and they are at 33-49. Straight away, under, I don't think they'll get it. You know, one of my good friends that's come on the podcast also, Chris, Christian Navarian, Coach Chrissy, you know, he also said to me in the comments, you know, hey, what about, you know, Marvin Bagley, you know, possibly being a trade cont- a trade piece and also Buddy Hield. You know, so they might look to trade players, and I definitely believe my, uh, Buddy Hield's on the trade market. He doesn't get along with Luke Walton. Luke Walton doesn't get along with him. People don't realize that. They have to. And Marvin Bagley, he's not going to be a king forever. You know, I think he's definitely going to get traded. And I think he's one player that if he goes to a team that's young, gives him the ball in his hands, can just go out and straight up play, I think it'll be really interesting to see what he can possibly do. You know, especially if he's the first, second option. He is the first and second option here, but he doesn't want to be there. So if if you're somewhere you don't want to be, you're not going to put in as much effort. And that's, you know, it's a bit it's a bit silly. And, then, you know, you can call it what you like. But it, at the end of the day, it's his job. He should be trying to be as best as he possibly can and be the best he can in his environment. But he doesn't want to be there. So if you're Sacramento, if you don't want to play there, why would you want a player that doesn't want to be there? Trade him. Try to get some assets. Try to do what you can. But I do believe 33 wins under. I don't like the Sacramento Kings that much. You know, I would like to be wrong because I think those Sacramento Kings fans, they deserve a lot more than what they get week in and week out. But at the moment, no, I do not believe 33 wins is a achievable and attainable goal for them. So we're going to move on right now. That is the last of the Pacific Division, Central Division. Sorry. Now we're on the last division, and it is the Southwest Division. First team I'm going to talk about, and that is the San Antonio Spurs. Now, the San Antonio Spurs are predicted at 32 wins, 50 losses. They've had a pretty interesting offseason. You know, they've gotten rid of their, you know, or, the, or a lot of their veterans have walked. You know, Rudy Gay, Pat, Patty Mills, you know, the heart and soul of Australian basketball. And then they've also gotten rid of DeMar DeRozan. You know, so they've, they have gotten a couple of pieces in. They've got someone like, players like, you know, Thaddeus Young that's come off the trade. Bryn Forms has come back and re-signed with them. They've gotten Zach Collins from the Portland Trailblazers. That was one of the most interesting tra- uh, signings I've seen in this uh, pl- uh, off-season. Sorry, you know, two years, 22 mil. So they're taking a punt on him. You know, they've also got player like Doug McBuckets, Doug McDermott, you know, players that will suit their system. You know, I think they just took a chance on Zach Collins because they had the cash too. You know, and if anyone can get the best out of any player in any situation, it is Craig Popovich at the San Antonio Spurs. So 32 wins, I actually believe they'll be under that. And then I, I probably might be, I might be wrong on this one because San Antonio is weird. Like they're, they're, they're looking to rebuild, but they've still got a couple of players that are pretty good and they probably have, you know, let's be honest, the top three coach ever, maybe in the history of the NBA. So, you know, they're definitely still going to be pretty competitive every night. But I still think that, you know, most teams in this competition have just a bit more talent than them. But, like, if you ask me who would I rather put my chips on, would I rather put them on San Antonio or Sacramento, I'll, I'll take San Antonio any day. But I do think 32 wins, they'll probably be under that for this season. Second team we'll talk about in this division, the Southwest Division, and that is the Houston Rockets. They're predicted at 18 wins and 64 losses. Over. I think this will be, you know, a team that's going to be really, really fun, really exciting to watch. They're not going to be a very good team. Let's like, let's not joke and let's not kid ourselves. But they're a young, vibrant team that has a lot of personality, and that probably leads to a lot of highlights and a lot of young plays. You know, a lot of like dunks, alley oops, crossovers, this and that, whatever you want to call it. But let's 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 not be you know let's not be you know advantageous here. Now, they're not going to be a great team, but I think eighteen wins they'll definitely get over that. I reckon they'll be twenty to twenty five range. You know, I think they'll be a fun team, and I think, you know, in one of my previous podcasts, I did have them as a league pass team to watch, because Jalen Green's going to be really interesting to see. I think he's going to be a really good scorer in this league. 
he'll probably lead most rookies in, you know, scoring. You know, he's probably the one rookie that has like the keys to the car, the keys to the kingdom in the fact where he can just go out and, you know, put as many shots up as he can. You know, Cade absolutely has something like that, but he's probably got a bit more players that sometimes need the ball in their heads, a player like Jeremy Grant. But Houston's very similar. They have someone like Christian Wood too. So I don't believe they'll be under 18 wins. You know, I don't mind their coach, Stephen Silas. I think he's a young coach, you know. I want to see him have a chance at, you know, building something because I think sometimes coaches can be put in wrong situations, you know, sometimes and they might not have, you know, a fair shake of what they want to do within that team. So I do believe 18 wins, they'll be over that, you know. Another player that's going to be interesting for CVM is Usman Garuba and then Josh Christopher. They're really good players. I think they're really good steals and they're really good value for what picks they got. You know, I believe they're like 16th and 22nd, something like that. And I do believe that, you know, someone like Kevin Boyer Jr. could definitely compete for most improved. You know, I think he's a player that's going to get a lot of, you know, touches of the ball. So I think they'll be an interesting team. They're not going to be a great team. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to be in the playing tournament. But 18 wins, I'll say they'll go over that. Now we're going to talk about the most, oh, geez, it's a weird team. It's a weird team. And that is the New Orleans Pelicans. Bleacher Report has them at 42 wins and 40 losses. Straight off the bat, under. Don't believe that they'll get it. I think the loss of Lonzo Ball is really big for their chemistry in and, the, in and off the court. On and off the court, sorry. You know, I think he's a player that gets along with someone like Zion. He gets along with someone like Brandon Ingram. And at the end of the day, I don't care what you say. It's a player's league. And they'll be talking, you know. I think right now, if they don't have a good season, let's look at see Zion. Rumbling team might not even, you know, sign that big extension that he can possibly get at the end of next season. I think he can be a player that says, you know what? No, nah, I'm going to get a max anywhere I go. I'm Zion Williams, you know. I, I don't care. I want to go somewhere where I want to play. You know, I might look at maybe Dallas and go pair up with Luca. I may look at New York and be in a big-time market. You know, and he can definitely do that. Some of their additions are weird. Devontae Graham, you know, basically in return for Lonzo Ball. We all know who the better player is there, Lonzo. Thomas Adarensky is a backup. I don't mind him. I think he might get traded throughout that regular season. A lot of teams that are playoff playoff caliber teams would love to have him on their team. You know, he's a combo guard. He comes off the bench. He does the, does his role. Plays hard defense. You know, he's a pretty good scorer off the bench. Jonas Valanciunas is probably an upgrade at center, but at the end of the day, I don't think they've done enough to get 42 wins. I think 42 wins is a very high target for them, and I don't believe they'll get it. I do want to see what Willie Green does. I think he's a smart young player, smart young coach in the league, and I hopefully he gets, a, you know, a fair crack at this, even if, you know, Zion, you know, I do predict, you know, Zion might have a, you know, he'll have an all-star caliber year, but I just don't think that they'll make the playoffs. So right now, 42 wins, I'll definitely say under on that. Now, the second last team I'm going to talk about is the Memphis Grizzlies, and they are predicted at 42 wins. And if you look at it, Memphis, they're predicted at 42 wins, right? They've made the playoffs. They've proven two years in a row that they've in and around that playoff tournament. New Orleans, 42 wins. They haven't even made the playoffs. They haven't even made the playing tournament. So for that, I think that's a slap in the face for, Minnesota, for, for Memphis. Right now, 42 wins. It's, it is in their ballpark range. You know, I would say right now, I reckon they can get one more win. I reckon they can be like a 43-39, 44-38 team. I'll go over just to be, you know, advantageous and just to be positive on them. I do really like them getting Stephen Adams. I think he's going to be a really good piece, you know, to protect Ja Morant. You know, I do like him. You know, I do like some of the players that they've got. I think someone like Jaron Jackson Jr. can take a step up and be another nice piece. You know, I do want to see what they do with Brandon Clark because he's kind of like that at that same position of, 
Jaron Jackson Jr. But now you've got him, you know, where Jonas Valanciunas was probably, you know, a really good player, so you couldn't really keep him off the court, you know, some of the time. Now Stephen Adams, Brandon Clark, they're kind of going to be, if Brandon Clark takes a step up, in the same caliber. So maybe you can go small, play Brandon Clark and Jaron Jackson in the in the end of the games. So that way you have, like, young, youthful players. They can switch play. They can switch positions. You know, Jaron Jackson's big enough to guard a center, you know, or a five-man or whoever they're going to play at that five. You know, John Morant, you know, he can definitely have an all-star caliber year this year. I think it's his year. You know, he can really pop off. I think he's definitely in that mold of a Russell Westbrook, you know, so I really believe that he can carry that team a bit, but he loves love to get his players involved, just like Russell Westbrook does, even though Russell Westbrook sometimes stat, stat hunts. But yeah, I do believe 42 wins right now. I reckon they'll go over on that, you know, just because I do like their coach too, Taylor Jenkins. He's done a really good job of what he's had. So right now, 42 wins, I'll go over on them. Now, the last team we're going to talk about in the Southwest Division is the last team in the in the NBA I have not talked about, and that is the Dallas Mavericks. They are predicted at 43, 49 wins and 33 losses. Hard to say. I don't think they have a lot of help, but I believe Luka Doncic, I would buy so much stock in him. It's not funny if he was a stock I could buy. I would say 49 wins, it's hard. I think it's reaching just a bit because I need to see what Chris Aspazingas is like. I need to see if they get off to a good start. I think 49 wins is definitely in place. But, you know, a couple of years they've got off to slow starts. So maybe that might be a trend for them. And then they start to get, you know, their momentum coming at the back end after all-star break into the start of the playoffs. I think right now 49 wins is kind of on par. I would like to see them get, you know, 50, 51 wins. But I would say right now under, you know, I don't want to be... You know, negative on them, but yeah, I think right now under for them on forty nine wins. If you are ever, if you're listening to this podcast, please, if you and you love have a punt, have a bet. Look at Luka Doncic right now for MVP takes. Probably the first one there. You know, put ten dollars on him now, and you never know what happens. You know, sometimes they might cash him out during the regular season if he's having that good of a season. You know, so I think right now, if you love to have a punt, Luka Doncic he'd be my pick right now for MVP. But yeah, at the moment, very interesting. I think it's just under forty nine wins. But if I'm Dallas, let's get some of those players from Slovenia, man. They they had a really good connection with Luka Doncic. You can get it for cheap, and that way, you have, and that way you're going to keep Luka Doncic happy as much as you can. And right now, you got to keep him happy because he's he is your heart, he is your brain, he is everything to this, this franchise. All right, guys, that is the end of this podcast today. I hope you appreciate all the content that I'm pushing out. You know, I'm trying to get as much as I can. You know, it's kind of dwindling a bit, this NBA part. You know, there's not a lot of news coming in right now, so I'll try to keep as much content as I can. If you guys want me to do a podcast on anything, make sure you put it in the comments. I'm happy to do anything at any time. But, guys, most importantly, make sure you smash that likes button and follow us on Instagram, but you'll hear all about that just a bit later. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Lays Podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe all of the content. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, at Lanes Podcast. That's all in lower caps on Instagram. Link will be below in the description. Thanks for listening, guys. But most importantly, have a great day.